Today is Thursday, May 25th. The title for our devotional is Self-Actualization Without Worship. Self-actualization, if you remember, is essentially the process of realizing one's full potential and becoming everything we were meant to be. One's true self, in other words. It is a desire to make all of one's potential realized. It's the top tier of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, and few people ever reach it. Self-actualization as a concept, of course, is a good thing. It leads one to be self-aware, discover your values, build goals and dreams out of those values. It spurs us on towards purpose, innovation, creativity. We often hear this in what has been termed expressive individualism. The highest level of self-actualization we are taught is to discover who we are and then to be true to ourselves. Be yourself. You do you. This message is in the cultural air that we breathe. It's an assumed good that we have not critically analyzed because it is so pervasive. This is the highest good in a secular culture. It's displayed everywhere in music, movies, marketing, and academia if we pay attention to the messaging. For all the good that this concept brings, it is not without its limitations. In the Christian perspective, the self-actualization is a byproduct, not the goal or end in itself. If we make self-actualization the end, we will never truly achieve it, which is rather paradoxical, but true. This is where Maslow's ideas fall short, and again we look to the teaching of Jesus to be our guide. Let's revisit the words of Jesus again with his framework in mind. Luke 9, 23-25, Then he said to them all, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves, take up their cross daily, and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will save it. What good is it for someone to gain the whole world and yet lose or forfeit their very self? Paul's story, and myriad of other Christians throughout the centuries of the church, reveal this teaching of Jesus to be true. In Philippians 3, Paul documents how he had reached self-actualization in the Jewish faith but he had found something, or someone, better in Jesus. Compared to knowing Jesus then, he considers everything else as garbage because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, our Lord. In Romans 7-8, through 8, Paul then gives us the theology of how we truly reach self-actualization when we find ourselves in God through Christ who created us, loved us, and gave us the Holy Spirit. He describes our enslavement to our sinful nature and God's marvelous rescue. Romans 7, 24-25 says, What a wretched man that I am! Who will rescue me from this body that is subject to death? Thanks be to God, who delivers me through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Because of God's work in redeeming us, there is then no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. This is all in Romans chapter 8. The Spirit who raised Jesus from the dead lives in us. We are children of God. Glory will be revealed in us. In all things, God works for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. If God is for us, who can be against us? In suffering, even. We are more than conquerors through Christ who loves us. And finally, nothing will ever separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. That is the better self-actualization, is understanding who we are in God and defining ourselves and our identity primarily in the Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Reflection time today. Simply reflect on the words of Jesus again in Luke 9, 23 to 25. I encourage you to memorize these words if you have time. Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves, take up their cross daily, and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will save it. What good is it for someone to gain the whole world and yet lose or forfeit their very self? Surrender yourself to Jesus today and each day, and trust that in doing so, you will find your true self.